Coming later this month, Mistaken Identity's first ever miniseries. Uncomfortable, thought-provoking conversations on the topics of culture, race, and religion. Starting on May 23rd with early access for podcast members. Discretion is advised. Mark your calendars. You won't want to miss this. But I know change gonna come. Oh, yes, it will. What's up, guys? This is Nico Horner, and this video is for the Wrigley Field Game Day staff, booked by your supervisors, Frank and David. I know you guys work really hard to make Wrigley Field happen, so I appreciate you a lot. And in particular, I want to shout out the May birthdays. Sorry in advance for any mispronunciations. Um, but happy birthday to Peter Nish, Sue Mayer, Larry Bright, Maggie Paco, Mark Moore, Lexi Underhill, Chuck Young, Eric Gonzalez, Rob Wood, and Loretta Maloney. Happy birthday to all you guys. Also have a May birthday myself, so it's good company for all of us. And thank you for making Wrigley Field happen. I appreciate you, and let's keep having a great season. Howdy, folks. Joe Flaherty here. Let's get into some headlines and hot takes. Everybody done wiping their tears from that reunion tour earlier this week? Man, what an absolutely perfect ball game if you're a Cubs fan. We got to see two prodigal sons return home and get showered with love, and then we also get to see a W flag fly at the end of the day. Both Kyle Schorber and John Lester got thunderous ovations in their return to the friendly confines, and it wasn't that hard to see how emotional both guys were in their first appearances out of the visitors' dugout, which was not only a strange sentence to have to say, but an even stranger thing to see. Both guys were absolutely integral to putting a World Series ring on my finger, so they will always hold a special place in my heart. And even though it hurt to lose both guys to one-year deals in Washington, the fans and the organization made it clear that none of their efforts will ever be forgotten. Both guys made their first appearances to their old walk-up songs, which was a really nice touch. After the Cubs got out to an early lead, Kyle Schwarber got back to his old ways by launching a homer to dead center to make it a one-run game. He also got a present from his buddy Chris Bryant, who left some Twix candy bars in the outfield as a reward for his performance. And if you don't believe me, just Google it. It took Lester a while to settle in after giving up homers to Jason Hayward and Wilson Contreras, and he was chased shortly after Javi Baez launched his ninth homer to the opposite field to open up a two-run lead. Shortly thereafter, Nico Horner, who you heard from earlier in this show, made the defensive play of the year so far as he sold out to make a game-saving play to get out of a bases-loaded jam in the eighth inning. For my money, Nico has all the makings of a future franchise cornerstone. He brings energy, stellar defense, and a steady bat at a position that is largely seen as a luxury at second base. If Nico keeps trending the way he has been since his debut, the Cubs will have that luxury in spades, and he could very well bridge the gap between this current group and the next batch of Cubs five to ten years down the line. Two final notes from an already incredible day at Wrigley. The Cubs secured a win behind a dominant effort from Tommy Nance. And if you're not sure who that is, you will soon. Here's a guy who was making his Major League debut at the ripe young age of 30 after being signed out of the Independent Baseball League in 2016, but boy did he look filthy. He touched 98 on the gun with an electric sinker and was snapping off curveballs in the upper 80s as he set down the side in order. If he can continue to harness that repertoire the same way he did in his debut, the Cubs may have found an extremely rare diamond in the rough for the back end of their pen. I don't mean to put undue expectations on the guy just yet, but it was the first time in a very long time where a combo of velocity and breaking stuff out of the pen actually made my jaw drop. The ceiling for a talent like this is unknowable, sure, but man, this will be fun to watch. 
And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the debut of the new public address announcer, Jeremiah Paparaki, on the same night as all this sentiment was stirring. Making a professional debut of any kind is always nerve-wracking, and with so much fanfare surrounding the return of Schwarber and Lester, I can't even begin to imagine what kind of pressure he was feeling, but the local Chicago kid pulled it off without a hitch. He's already made history as the first African-American to hold this position with the Cubs, and I wish him the best of luck in what hopefully will be a long and fruit-filled career at Clark and Addison. The Cubs were also in the news off the field as well, as Hall of Famer and team ambassador Ryan Sandberg announced that he was becoming a new investor in and spokesman for Verilife, which is a cannabis retailer. And if that made you do a double take, I don't blame you the slightest. The mild-mannered second baseman probably isn't the first person that comes to mind when you think of potential marijuana spokesmen, but hey, I think this is a positive in a social environment where both recreational and medical marijuana use is becoming more and more acceptable. Both uses are legal in Illinois now, and over 90% of Americans are in favor of some degree of legalized usage, according to Pew Research. We've also come to learn that the former MVP is actually a frequent user and cites mental and physical health benefits from it, so I can't find any negative spin on this business venture other than the outdated stigma. Props to Rhino, and get ready to see some really interesting billboards out on I-90. All right, before we wrap for today, we have another word of the day for the 100 gifts in 100 days giveaway. The new word of the day is Wrigley, W-R-I-G-L-E-Y, as if you needed me to spell that. If you are interested in getting someone into the Cubs Kids Club or a membership for the Newborn Kids Club from Frank, then follow the link in our show notes and use the word of the day, Wrigley, for your chance to get it. That's all for headlines and hot takes. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of your day. Hey everybody, Joe Flaherty here with the Mistaken Identity Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We want to thank you for your continued support. We also want to extend a heartfelt thank you to those of you who have written reviews, dropped some likes, and shared our shows as that has allowed us to grow beyond any of our expectations. As a matter of fact, we're excited to announce a new way for our loyal listeners to enhance their experience even more with our new membership feature. All you have to do is jump in the show notes and follow the link to our Patreon page where you can find access to a whole bunch of extra goodies for as little as $3 a month. You'll be given access to exclusive content, merchandise, behind-the-scenes video, early access to episodes, the ability to make special requests for guests, and much, much more. Now, if that sounds like something that interests you, head on over to Patreon and search Mistaken Identity Podcast or simply follow the link in our show notes to join the likes of Nancy Sullivan, Alice Daniels, and Kathy Chester at the rookie level, all the way on up to the Hall of Fame level with longtime listeners Kathy Weedley and Kathy Grossman. As always, we can't leave without our disclaimer. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely our own, and we do not speak for or on behalf of the Chicago Cubs or any other organization. Stay safe, and we'll catch you next time.